Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of the people, if we are being examined today about a kind service to a man who was lame, to determine how he was healed, then let this be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel. It is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. This Jesus is the stone you builders rejected, which has become the cornerstone. Salvation exists in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. Welcome to the I Will Be Your Church podcast, Virtual Sanctuary. Be strengthened today with the truth of God's love so that you can say to your families, your friends, your co-workers, and your social media worlds, I will be your church. Your host for today's episode is Ben Church. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the name of Jesus. Joanna and I have been talking about the names of God. And the name of Jesus, the name of God, is the most important name for all of humanity because it's the name above every name. So I wanted to talk about the name of Jesus. What is that name a little bit and some of the history of it? And you may not realize that the name Jesus is actually not Jesus' true name. So his, Jesus' true name is Yeshua. That's his Hebrew name. That's the name he was given at birth. The name Yeshua actually means God is salvation. The first part of that name, Yah, is short for Yahweh, the, or Jehovah, the name of God. And Shua means to save or to rescue. So you put that together, it's God saves or God will rescue or God is salvation. And if we translated that directly into English, how we, we have other names, it actually would be translated Joshua. So the names in the Old Testament of Joshua, their name is actually Yeshua, the same name as Jesus. So I'm not sure exactly why we don't call Jesus Joshua or Yeshua, his actual given name in Hebrew. But for some reason, the translators, when they translated Greek into into English, we translated it Jesus. But it's the same. It is his name. It's the name that his English name. So that's what we call him. So let's talk a little bit about the name Jesus. It's interesting in Matthew one twenty one when the angel is appearing to Joseph, telling him that he's going to have a son. He said that the spirit of the Lord will overshadow Mary, his wife, and that she will bear a son and that Joseph will call his name Jesus, or Yeshua, for he will save his people from their sins. So he's saying, you will call him God is salvation, because he will save his people from their sins. And really, that's the, so that, that name ascribed to Jesus, that God is salvation, is again a representation of who God is and what God is doing. That's the beauty of the names of God and understanding them and studying them because it gives us a glimpse into God's character, into God's purposes and plans. It gives us a, a glimpse into the nature of God 
and how God is relating to us and to all humanity. And in this instance, Jesus, the Lord Jesus, is the embodied representation that God is salvation and that he has given Jesus for the very process of saving people from their sins. And I also am reminded of the chapter in Acts, chapter 4, when Peter and John were standing up speaking to all the people. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of the people, if we are being examined today about a kind service to a man who was lame, to determine how he was healed, then let this be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel. It is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. This Jesus is the stone you builders rejected, which has become the cornerstone. Salvation exists in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. So here is Peter is speaking to this group of people after they've been being persecuted because a lame man actually was healed and he's jumping and leaping and praising the Lord and being a witness of the goodness and power of God. And Peter's saying, it's actually by the name of Jesus, this Jesus whom you crucified, he's raised from the dead, and he's become the cornerstone of what God is doing with salvation. And then Peter goes on to say, salvation exists in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. So the very name Yeshua, Jesus, which means God is salvation, is the name given to men by which we must be saved. Isn't that awesome? The name God is salvation is given to us and we are saved by that name. That's powerful. That's the name of Jesus. In fact, that name was so powerful, it healed a man who was lame who sat every day as a beggar, and people walked by him and sometimes gave him money. But one day Peter and John walked by, and this man looked up to him, and Peter looked at him and says, I don't have anything. I don't have any money to give you, but such as I have, I'm going to give to you. And he said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And then immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. They were healed. And he jumped up, walking and leaping and praising God. That's the power of the name of Jesus. So here's another aspect of that. The word salvation. So now we have the name of Jesus, that God is salvation. Well, you have to go and study what the word salvation actually means. Salvation doesn't just mean that you get to go to heaven now. Many people treat the word salvation as that, but salvation really means a complete deliverance from all things evil in a physical sense, in a mental sense, in a spiritual sense, in a temporal sense, and an eternal sense. It covers the complete gambit of anything harmful, negative, or actually any aspect of this fallen creation that has cursed all of creation and all of humanity. God is salvation from that. And that's all wrapped up into what the name of Jesus is. That's why you see miracles and healings 
and power and glory and just the awesomeness of who God is through the person of Jesus Christ in the Bible. It's just a reflection. Remember, Jesus is all the fullness of God, but in bodily form. In fact, Jesus even went to go on one further and and told his own disciples, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. So do you want to know who God is? I do, right? Every single person in the world, whoever existed, wants to know God. All you have to do, now listen very closely, here's the secret. All you have to do is look at the person Jesus, and you've seen the fullness of God. Why do you think his name is cursed? Why do you think people use the name of Jesus as a curse word, as a swear word, as just being trampled underfoot and disrespected and dishonored? It's because, really, it's who God is. It's the name of God, the name above every name. And so the enemy of God and the enemy of humanity, the devil, hates that name and wants to twist the use of it, wants to use it in vain. That's why one of the Ten Commandments in the Old Testament, you don't use the name of the Lord your God in vain. It's very applicable to the name of Jesus and how it's misused in the world. Well, let's go on uh, and talk about Philippians 2, where the Apostle Paul is saying, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Now, here he is talking about what happened to Jesus when he came here on the earth. Who, existing in the form of God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped. But Jesus emptied himself. He took the form of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Now, this is the good part. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name above all names, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That's one of the most revealing and powerful scriptures in the Bible. Talking about God, his son Jesus, his name, and what the reality of that name is bringing. You know my, what my prayer is for you today? I would pray that you would know Jesus and know him as your salvation for your complete life, spirit, soul, and body. And that you would give him your life. Because, as I just read, you will bow to the Lord Jesus one day. All spirits will bow to him. All people will bow to him. All creatures will bow to him and confess him as Lord. The difference is we have the opportunity now in this life to acknowledge him as our Savior and as our King and experience that salvation, to be free from all evil. Not that we don't experience evil anymore, but we're free from the the power of it. It can't destroy us any longer. Death has no power over us any longer. 
that even though we go through trials and persecutions and troubles and experience the evil that's in this world, we are still walking in joy and love and peace and the fullness of God and the Spirit of God because He dwells within us and we have made Him our Lord. So confess Him as Lord today. Say, Jesus, You are my Lord. I confess that You are my salvation. And I humble myself before you and ask that your will would be done in my life and in the earth, and that I may bring glory to God the Father through you. Isn't the name of Jesus wonderful? Focus on that name today and realize that it's a name above every name, and it's a name given to you to be saved. Today we pray that you would know and understand the names and character of God, that you would know the peace, the healing, the provision, the righteousness, and the salvation that His names reveal to you, and that you would walk in those truths and share them with others. Go with God into your day. If you feel blessed by the I Will Be Your Church podcast, Please subscribe so you never miss a day. And then share it with your friends. Check out our website, IWillBeYourChurch.com to learn more about us, check out Ben's blog, connect with us on social media, and become part of this church family movement.